This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, this is Sako Solin from Fear of Domination, and you are listening to Brutally Delicious Radio Broadcast. The best thing you can hear, listen to this. Enjoy. Hey, you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I am Bruce, coming to you live from somewhere in lockdown. I'm Chris. I'm north of Bruce, but also in lockdown. (laughs) And today, we've gone all the way over to Finland to speak with the guys in fear of domination. But we're we're actually not going to Finland. We're actually just going to use the internet. Right, because we're in lockdown. Yeah, we're in lockdown. And I believe they're in lockdown as well, so we're going to use the power and the magic of the internet and transport ourselves to uh finland have you heard these guys you were listening to these guys earlier right oh fuck killer band it's like an industrial new metal heavy metal it's i don't know how to describe it but there's i was thinking like industrial fin troll yeah yeah okay i could dig that yeah so yeah i absolutely dig it so let's go ahead and get them on the line and see what happens Mm -hmm. all right hang on I have a correct Skype address, so that is always good. Fuck, he knows what he's doing today. Jesus. <laughs> I even, I even, I even, I, dude, today, I even researched the first band we're doing. <laughs> that is pretty amazing. <laughs> we're on the ball here. Yeah. My wife asked me this morning, who are you interviewing? I was like, I don't know yet. She's like, don't you prepare? I was like, no, it makes it better. Never. <laughs> right. I said nice. last week I called the band by the wrong name. That was beautiful. Great. <laughs> That was excellent. You called them totally by the wrong name. I did, yeah. But that's what makes this a great show. Yeah. Dale, thanks for listening. Yes. (laughs) Christine has been listening in in quarantine as well because she said, I don't know what the hell I listened to with the dude in the black metal band. The greatest black metal band of all. Oh, God. (laughs) Witch taint. (laughs) She's like, I have no idea what I just listened to. I, I don't know. That guy that was, was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would like to have him on as a weekly guest just for co- the, the, the Comedy Five, where we just I let totally- him speak for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There he is. That's my partner, Chris, and you don't get to see me, but. How are you doing? Your- <laughs> Bruce's, Bruce's internet doesn't work. Bruce's internet doesn't work well. So he's, he's a bit of a, bit of a, a tech. He, as you've learned, he has a hard time with technology. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I am the brains and the looks behind this operation. That's why so. he's not showing himself. He's too worried about it. <laughs> I'm not sure how does help. How does that help? Because we can't even see you. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing today, man? All good. We're at the studio making some new music for Fear of Domination. Our producer is coming here today, and we are going to have a little interview with uh, meeting with him. Nice. Are you guys not? Are you guys not on lockdown? Yeah, well, well, basically, only lockdown is at the borders right now, so nobody oh, okay. can come to Finland or outside of Finland. But uh, all other restrictions for moving has been lifted off. Oh. Of course, restaurants are closed and stuff like that is still on, but but you but, can but, still you can still move can around. 
you could still move around. That's kind of good because here we're still uh, in lockdown. We can pretty much go to the grocery store and back, and that's about it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you're working on yeah, you're working on your new record. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least something is coming. And I'm not sure is it the record or album or <laughs> like a single or something. Like, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you, do you record yourselves or do you work at studios or how are you doing that? Well, I can show you. We have our own studio here. But uh, usually we do the, oh, there's the producer already. Oh. <laughs> what do I have started? <laughs> Howdy. Uh, we are doing, I don't know. Can you see it? But we have this oh, kind of wow. place. Can I see the control room? Yeah, we are going there right now. All right. Something um, like that. Nice. Wow. Is that a Neve desk? Um, that's where the magic happens, basically. Yeah. Uh, last album we got mixed in Sweden. I can't remember the studio where that was made, but basically everything is recorded here. Sometimes we record the drums at different place, but... Basically everything. Well, nice. Was that a Neve desk sitting there that I saw? Yeah, that was a Toft. It's a really oh, good Toft, desk. Yeah, those are great. Wow. Good um, stuff. So are you guys, when you're writing, are you guys all writing together in the studio like you are now? Or do you guys write and then bring, send things like via email and that sort of thing? Usually it goes like uh, some of us, usually Lasse or Yenko or... You only get like the basic riff or basic melody or some kind of thing where to hold on. And then we might meet, not not maybe with the whole band, but like a part of us. Those who usually do most of the recording stuff. And uh, then we just discuss about the song, about the melodies. There's something that other ones can't bring out. Sometimes it's already like a complete song or almost, but sometimes it's only a riff or melody. Then we start working out on with that. And uh, sometimes we (laughs) get the song and sometimes we don't. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever write the songs uh, when you're writing? Are you writing the songs like for the song's sake? Are you writing songs for like how they will come across on the stage or in a live setting? Mm, Of course, we have to think about that as well. But uh, usually we go with the music first. We don't. We don't worry about that. That's why we get the producer with us. So <laughs> when we have done all the artistic things in the song, he will come and say, is it wise to do that? Yeah. yeah. Do you really <laughs> need this three-minute solo here? Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends who you're asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. The guitar if player the guy says with the yes. solo, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So in your, I notice right now you're not all dressed up in your gear, obviously. Um, uh, where oh, do you I'm guys just like normal makeup today? Yeah, normal makeup. It's my skin color. Um, how, how did you guys come up with your image? What was the the basis for it? Well, I think it depends who you're asking from the band, but for some, it's like a little bit alias. There, because right. person who goes on the stage is still like not like a, well, it's you, but not still like a completely you. Yeah, and it's like the different version of you who goes on the stage and maybe it like a fits for that for me for example it's like a little bit like a like a ritual i do the masks in every project i sing instead of the radices or turmi and the fear of domination i always love to do the masks because of course it looks better when you're i'm not so pretty boy so we have to just make up. 
but uh, neither is Chris, but he still shows his face. So. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, it usually like adds up to the show we are making because we love to make it like a little bit theatrical or, or use like UV lights or something like that. So all those face face paint might glow as well if we want. So how how long it does it take you to get ready? Fifty minutes, half an hour. Depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad. Depends if there was a party at the show the night before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> usually like a festival shows well, when sometimes you're just, just being told that, hey, you're on the stage like in 20 minutes, then then the 20 minutes has to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like last awesome. year in Mera Luna Festival, it was crazy. We had like a, when we had, our line check was done, we had like half an hour that we have to be on stage already. So it's like a, Doing the masks same time as you're doing the line check and stuff like that has happened. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's interesting. Nice. I have a question for you. Finland yes. is Finland is relatively a small place. Why do you think it has such a high number of quality metal bands coming out of as opposed to the rest of the world? Well, I think it might do something with... Uh, Mm, the melancholy in Finland, like uh, us- usually people who, are, who comes outside of Finland say that we are really depressed and melancholy people. I think it's more like a state of mind in here. And maybe that somehow comes out better with the metal music. And of course, there has been so many inspirations like uh, Children of Budom or Nightwish and bands like those who have been really, really big. <clears throat> and of course, when they have a lot of fans, some of them want to try it as well. Yeah, right. So, because it's kind of crazy. There's a, there's an extreme amount of uh, metal that comes out of that small country. Mm, so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one question that I don't know because I've never been to Finland. Do they play metal on the radio in Finland? Not so much. It's like a, there's like a one major radio uh, channel. It's called Radio Rock. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Still like uh, their version of metal is mostly like like a Metallica or something like that. Oh, interesting. Maybe occasionally you can hear something like Rammstein or Slipknot from time to time. But, oh, wow. But still not like uh, not so much that I think people would love to have. They have their own metal shows in there, but still like uh, in the prime time, usually not so much metal. Yeah, just like old school rock. Uh, old school rock and maybe newer rock, but not so like a, if the, usually it goes like a, if the vocals are grunting or screaming or something like that, you can't hear it there in the <laughs> prime time. That's a travesty. That's a travesty mm. all over the world. But I guess I'm still wondering why, because still, like, a, for example, like a, a Sleep Not, they're touring all around the world, making the big stages happen, making the big shows happen. Right. But still, like, a, it's not major enough for, for someone. <laughs> and that's like uh, really, really strange. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I have one. What, what bands are you listening to right now? Hmm. Lately, I've been listening quite a lot. Uh, let's think. Mm, oh, not even a metal band, but there's there's one band called The Glitch Mob. They have a little, really like electronic sounds and uh, really good beats. And they have nice. been something with the ele- electronic side they are doing that I'm really intrigued. Uh, Tool have been playing, again, as always, a lot. Hmm... Hey, Bruce, why don't you tell them what you think about Tool? Uh, <laughs> I might be one of the only people in the world who just did not get Fear Inoculum. I did, I did not like it at all. 
Okay, it seems that we are continuing the interview with Chris. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I did not get that album at all. All right, let me ask you another question. You can settle it for us. Oh, where, are you on Go- where are you on Gojira? Gojira? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Woo! Uh, Come on. Yeah. I'm gonna di- I gotta discontinue this. I don't know even how it's how it's like a spell, but that what the fuck it is called the song. It's like one of the best tracks I know. Oh no, no, no. You, so, you you have to understand <laughs> on this podcast, Bruce and I have this fight going and we always have a contest to see what people think about Gojira because I fucking love Gojira and he doesn't get it. Yeah. And I uh, most of all the singer's voice, the natural voice he has in his singing is like really brutal. But still, like, it sounds so good. It's, like, a really good voice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's get back to your band. You guys mm-hmm. use a lot of electronics into your music. How did how did that come about? I, I'm not sure there was, like, a plan for it. It's more like a, we wanted to sound like that. And, of course, we have our keyboardist, Lasse, who loves different kind of synthesizer and electronic sounds. That, that brings apart, for sure. But uh, mostly, I think, we all want to sound a little bit more. There is like um, so many levels, so so many things that you could do in that world, and like take like little spices from there and add it to the metal, and you can create something unique, at least in a way. Yeah. Because to be honest, when I'm thinking like pure of domination, it's really hard to pinpoint like one band that sounds like us. Of course, there's like some elements you can find from different bands, but it's like really hard to find like one band and say that this is exactly like pure of domination. Absolutely. At least so far. So, <laughs> so far, I haven't heard it. So are you guys using analog synths? Or are you using like Ableton Live? How are you triggering your synths? Mm, Lasse usually goes like, uh, it goes all with MIDI. He goes, he's a computer or like, a, I'm not sure what program does he use now. It's like, uh, hmm. I'm not sure what his software is nowadays. He has been using like a shitload of those. Yeah. And usually he has a different software or live shows and different software or for recording stuff but yeah fuck i can check it you i can check it out for you but usually we go that and all everything is digital even the guitars are going to camper stuff oh nice so we can do all the sound changes are already pre-planned in digital way there and and you can you can change everything on the on the camper through midi can you not yep yeah so you if you want yeah so if you're playing backing tracks you can hit play and it will do all the channel changes for you and everything yep all the effect changes and stuff like that usually we use like uh, some kind of for example we use some effects in verse sections for the songs like uh, or maybe some even some clean parts for the guitars and the camera does it all automatically and for that we always have to thank for last our keyboardist because he's really the mastermind and the brains when it comes to the digital stuff yeah yeah and he knows that's awesome. Now, what are you guys recording in? Are you recording into Pro Tools? Are you recording into Logic, Cubase? What are you using? Well, it depends who, who we are asking. At the studio, we have <laughs> Nuendo here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like Nuendo, yeah. Yeah, it's like a really simple one. Um, then we, we have some Logics as well. We have. Uh, it depends who, who, whose computer you're using. But yeah. usually we do it all. In the studio, we do everything at with Nuendo. It's like a really good and easy one. Nice, nice. I'm 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 a geek guy, so I always have to ask these questions. <laughs> I think you uh, you would like have like a really 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 long conversation with Lasse. 
<laughs> he's also the geek guy and loves to talk about it. Yeah, no, it's like I'm I've been a recording engineer for twenty some years. So ah. when I see your studio, I'm like, oh, that's not what I was <laughs> expecting for an industrial metal band from Finland. <laughs> yeah. Did you it's guys also that that uh, Yep. Did you build that studio yourself or are you leasing it? How does that all working? It's like we have one studio master here as well, whose studio this was before. Yeah. Uh, he like, I don't know, retired or started to do different things, but he still comes here from time to time and does something. And uh, most of that stuff is still his. And he's, of course, renting his services here. Yeah. But uh, since we are the main main band here right now and basically owning everything here, of course, we use it as well. There would be a really stupid waste of space and equipment to just sell it all oh, away. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I just think it's cool. When I was a musician, I always dreamed of having something like that where you could bring your band yep. into and just like, okay, we have a song idea. Go sit at the drums and play, you know, or yeah. hook up to that's this, the hook up like to a- this amp or that amp or whatever. <laughs> and that's like the crazy thing because of course we are really appreciated the all we have. But when like a, one of our friend bands come here or something like that, they were like, Whoa, what the fuck? You have a whole fucking studio with everything here. Yeah. <laughs> I just came from our garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I sit in mine in the basement. Like I'm I'm in it right now. <laughs> you know? It's funny. All right. So I have a question for you. You guys mm-hmm. are a super you guys are a real theatrical band. What's the craziest thing that has happened on stage? Like the craziest what? incident? <laughs> well, besides uh, band members falling off the stage or Ouch. doing Doing a little bit too long stage dives or something like that. Uh, well, one time we had a whole, uh, you know, circus or I don't know, is it a sideshow or something? But our whole stage crew at the best was 24 people. We had a whole circus with fires and leave it, like a breathing fire, a blowing fire happening <laughs> behind us while we were doing the show and uh, like stuff like that, for example. I hope that was Usually recorded. It's really hard, hard to say because we just go with the moment and everything happens so fast. So it's like a, not like we usually plan everything. But I think that's right. the main thing with us because it just comes out natural and what we want to do on the stage. Gotcha. Cool. I think Chris? the craziest thing I ever saw on stage was when on 70,000 Tons of Metal in 2011, where the singer from Sabaton, they were playing. And at the, on the last song, he just jumped in the crowd and they body surfed him all the way back to the back pool and they threw him in the pool. And the band is on stage <laughs> just playing like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? <laughs> and the security had to run him back to the stage to finish the song. And he's just soaking wet. Oh, it was pretty funny. All right, I love so those gonna... when, I love right. those situations when you're at the venue, like a club venues. And when you got, even though it's like a, I don't know, 1,000 people venue, you can still go on, uh, at the, on the audience, in the audience, and just like basically walk to the bar, take a drink for them, come back to the States and stuff like those. <laughs> like, uh, it's funny to see people's faces when they no, you suddenly notice that, what the fuck, that's the singer, what, he's here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because basically we have everything wireless, so like uh, in your audio and uh, microphones, everything is wireless, so we can be every, anywhere. And sometimes when it's like a little bit more smaller venue, it's really fun to do like a go and stand on the tables between uh, in the middle of the venue or something like that to sing from That's there. Nice. That's awesome. What What's happening with the festival season for you guys this year? Well, the government haven't, haven't given us uh, any rules yet, but if I should, if I should bet for it, I think uh, 
I'm pretty sure that they will cancel all the festivals. Yeah, I think I yeah. saw they canceled Wacken already. Yeah. Yeah, Wacken and uh, in Denmark, they canceled every major and big festival. In Finland, I think even though the situation would get better, it's getting all the time better, but still the main problem is that we can't get any bands outside of Finland to play here. Yeah. So right. all those major festivals will surely be canceled because of that. Yeah, man, it's wow. just such a crazy time to be... You tell me about it. It's like a, <laughs> it's it's hard to think what to do anymore, in, because mostly I have like a three bands I'm, I'm touring all the time. So and what now the fuck should nothing. I do now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Cool. Well, Chris, I you got anything else? I don't, man. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. And I, I'm yeah, sorry that Bruce okay. doesn't know how to use a computer yet. <laughs> oh, by the way, Bruce doesn't like tool. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is a tool. Um, <laughs> hey, thank you for joining us and putting up with uh, his nonsense. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Rock thank you, well, my friend. Best of luck. Be safe. Be well. Take All care. Right. Right Bye. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.